Good day, listeners. I'm your host, Chase Baker, bringing you a new episode in the new year on the one and only Trendy Podcast. The podcast focused on the top trends in today's world every Tuesday. The trends we'll focus in on today are Vietnam and their boom over the past year, TJ Maxx and the tailwinds behind them, and the shift in venture capital investing. Let's jump right in. For first trend of the day, Vietnam. Over the past year, Vietnam's GDP rose by 8%, which may not seem like a big amount, but typical GDPs hover around low single digits. For example, the US's GDP rose around 1.9%. So it's rising almost four times faster than the US. And it's the fastest growth in all of Asia. First, we'll take a step back and look a little bit closer at Vietnam as a country as a whole. The stat I mentioned at the beginning was their GDP growth, which is the measure of all of the transactions over the past year for the country. Their GDP is around $360 billion, which is relatively small compared to the US, but it's larger than Chile, Colombia, Finland, the Czech Republic, Portugal, and a little bit smaller than Denmark, Singapore, or the Philippines. Their population is around 98 million people, which is about a third of the size of the US. So it's a small country, but one that's poised to take on the vacuum that is opening up in Asia. And the reason why they're rising so quickly. The main driver of this is Beijing's relentless zero COVID policy, which has positioned Vietnam's manufacturing capability to grow much faster than anyone would have projected. Now, this has been a huge tailwind for Vietnam to rise at this level over the past year. However, they do have some headwinds coming if a global recession is on the rise and slows down the demand of goods that could cause them to slump over the next year. Vietnam's own central bank has their interest rates set to 6% even though their inflation rate is only at 4.5%. Many countries, just like the US, are trying to combat their inflation rates by rising interest rates, which will slow spending and activity. However, I don't think a drop in next year will mean a major loss for the country. And if you're looking at this as a consumer or someone wanting to learn more about this, Vietnam is well positioned geographically and economically to grow vastly in the future. Now, if you're someone like me who wants to look at news and relate to something I can do with it, you know, what stocks could you buy or what decisions could you make to help benefit from this? I wouldn't say buy any Vietnamese stocks, not because I don't support them, but I don't know enough about them to say which ones would be the best ones to purchase on this news. However, their rise in manufacturing because they're such an export focused country really lifts the tide for all of the ships in the US for companies using them such as Nike or any other multinational manufacturer. I think the trend here is Southeast Asia has been growing and I think Chinese policy has positioned other countries around them to fill the void that they're creating. For second trend of the day, TJX companies. The first thought that comes to my head when I think of them is Home Goods and TJ Maxx, which is the perfect place to go to buy a white elephant gift. 
all of the stores in their portfolio remind me of a treasure hunt type of shopping experience. But as a business, they do remarkably well. Over the past year, their stock has been up 5%. Their revenue is at a five-year high of $48.5 billion, and their net income at $3.2 billion. They also own the chains Marshalls, HomeSense, and Sierras. They have 4,500 discount stores in their portfolio in nine different countries. They're currently ranked number 97 in the 2021 Fortune 500 list of largest corporations by revenue. And they're valued at $90 billion roughly, which is about a fourth of the size of Vietnam's entire economy. So why are we talking about TJX companies? I think the trend of a slowing economy and weaker demand will push buyers down the market into discount stores to buy the same goods. So by that, I mean people who typically shop at Kohl's or Target might end up going to a store in the TJX company's portfolio or someone that is also in that bracket as well, like Walmart or Aldi. I think even as spending slows, TJX is well positioned to gain more market shares. The trend to focus on here is in a slowing economy will push consumers down to lower tier retail stores, which hurts the middle, but not the top and not the lower end. So companies like TJX or Walmart are going to gain from this shift. For a third trend of the day, 2022 has been a rough year in the stock market and for employees of tech companies. The best performer this year was Occidental Petroleum, which rose by 140%. And the worst performer this year was Affirm Holding, which I think the buy now, pay later is a whole other episode of takeouts because they're more like buy now, default later, but we'll get into that at another time. The trend I wanna focus on is venture capitalists are slowing down their investments in companies and they're looking more for workhorses and less for unicorns. And by that, I mean something that's gonna be more reliable returns instead of long shot, big industry changers. Now, the reason why that's happening is because the macro economy has shifted, which is a fancy way of saying interest rates are higher. So borrowing capital and discounting future cash flows is a lot higher, so your returns have to be even better. So companies want steady eddies, not risky randies. It also doesn't help that VCs have been crushed by some pretty bad unicorns. WeWork, Theranos, FTX, all these have destructed spectacularly and just incinerated tens of billions of dollars. If you watch the trend of unicorn companies, there's only 25 unicorn companies in the third quarter of 2022, which is five less than the same period in 2021, which may not seem like a big shift, but the amount of dollars and investment pouring into that area slowed down significantly. And let me explain too, also, uh, Unicorn is a company valued at a billion dollars or more. So companies like DoorDash or Airbnb that had almost vertical ascents into their business and went public recently, if they try to get funding today, might have a much tougher time doing so. I think this is an interesting trend to watch for because... VCs are always at the bleeding edge of investing. And I think if they're less willing to take hits, it's gonna make everyone else a little bit more cautious to take riskier bets. 
now we'll jump into our takeouts for this episode. For our first trend, Vietnam has been booming the last year, and China's pain is Vietnam's gain. So we'll keep an eye out for any other potential winners and gainers from China's political decisions and how that domino effects fall through the global economy for second trend of the day. If you're not first, you're last. If you're in the high end of the market, your clientele is more resilient to recessions and economic pressures. If you're on the low end, you're gaining everyone that falls into your market. But the middle is a tough spot to be. So while Kohl's and Target might have a tougher time, TJX and Walmart are gonna be riding higher, I think, over the next year because of this shift. And for a third trend of the day, VC funding is coming back down to earth. And I think this trend is important because as VCs shift their risk tolerance, it will signal to other investors to also adjust their risk tolerance. Boring is now better than exciting. So as you look at your portfolio and decisions you'll make over the next year, think about where you could be a little bit more boring. Thanks for listening to our first episode of 2023. I'm your host, Chase Baker. Please tune in next Tuesday for a new episode of Trendy. Also, as a disclaimer, don't buy or sell any securities that I recommend on this. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm a podcast host. So put that in perspective. See you next Tuesday.